Good morning, good morning, my friends. I'm testing out my new earphones. And Melanie Miller, does it sound good? Marie-Pierre Tetro, does it sound good? Yeah, as good as the other ones or... Mm, you don't know the difference? Try to be more expressive so I can read the sign language, yeah? Okay. <laughs> you want you want zero expression, you ask Marie Pierre. You want expression, you ask Maria. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I got the whole body wave. Anyways, I want to try my new ear pods in my ears because I had the earphones from with the with the wires and Marie Pierre always kept telling me get off the scarf, get off the scarf. Anyways, good morning, my friends. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we are in the book, The Power of Self-Confidence with Brian Tracy. The more we dive into this book, the more I am loving it. We're starting chapter seven, self-confidence in action. Oh. So there's going to be many points. Remember, when I speak, there's no notes. When Melanie Miller speaks, you're going to be taking down your notes. There's a big difference between Maria with a high school degree and Melanie Miller with a doctor its degree. Melanie, you have 30, no, you have 12 years more studies than me. Can you imagine? <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. So her vocabulary is a lot better. Sometimes she says words and I, I look at Marifa. What did she say? What did she say? <laughs> I love it. So self-confidence is critical. This is directly from the book. Try more things. Uh, this word I can't even pronounce. Maybe Melanie, if you can help me. Un Auspicious beginning. Auspicious. Don't laugh, Marie Pierre. I got my daughter's name here. Auspicious. I was close, huh? <laughs> and I had no clue what it meant. She's going to explain it to you. Uh, early behavior problems, we've all had them. Like each one of us, we had our own issues growing up, right? Failure from the beginning, laboring jobs. I mean, maybe, maybe some of you don't know this, but I did clean homes uh, when I was 14, 15, 16. Melanie, uh, put off your microphone. So yeah, I'm hearing you, you going pop, 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 pop. Okay. Uh, selling from door to door. And so much so that this morning I said to Jean-Philippe and... Um, and Sylvain, I said, I think we should go back to doing door-to-doors. I, I know that we've changed a lot of things, but I really believe the door-to-door to get used to and accustomed to the no. So we don't stop doing things because people say no. I think it's still um, relevant to 21st century, honest to God. So welcome, my friends, to today's podcast. I absolutely, absolutely love it, and, and you'll see why. So chapter seven is amazing because... We understand that to have higher self-confidence, you must be in action. And by the way, those suffering from depression or anxiety, there's nothing like going to the amusement park and going on roller coaster because when you're in action and you're in movement, it's very hard to be depressed or anxious. Get it? Okay, so action is always the key to everything. So before we begin diving deep, I'm going to ask Marie-Pierre to share with you how to do the sharing, and the question we want you to copy, paste, and put before sharing the content. Okay, so yes, if you are on Podbean, you will see at the bottom of your screen, you have the place to write a comment, and just beside it, you have the 
little arrow to share <laughs> and you will share everywhere because from Podbean you can share on your Facebook, on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on every platform that you want and you can even share by text message and yesterday Maria discovered this and yes it worked your sister connected <laughs> to the podcast the ring yes <laughs> So when you share on the different platform, you have the text uh, uh, on Podbean, on Zoom, on Facebook. You have the text that you can just copy paste with your uh, when you share, so people will understand why they should um, listen to the podcast every morning. So if you are on Facebook, of course you have the same arrow to share everywhere, so you can share on your personal profile on Facebook, on your story. If you have a um, a business page in your group so you can really share everywhere from facebook too i love it i love it i, I just <laughs> because <laughs> she did connect okay i love it i love it i love it i love it because sometimes i want to tell her things but it doesn't come out uh, the right way so i said if she can listen to the podcast maybe it's going to be a great message so thank you very much um marie pierre so we increased our efforts we increased our results we increased self-confidence so that day what i want to share is a powerful concept in a personal anecdote that highlights the essence of our discussion today. So the magnificent power of purpose and perseverance. So that's step one. So for me, it was making money. When I began my multi-level marketing business, if you see the book, The 10 Steps to $1 Million of Sales in Any Multi-Level Marketing Business, step number one is defining your vision, your why, and your goal. It wasn't that 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 complex when I began. But one thing was for, for sure, Melanie Miller, I wanted money. I like cash. I come from parents that always had a stack of cash because my father was a mechanic. So everybody paid cash back then. There was no credit cards. My mother was in Tupperware sales. Everybody in the parties uh, paid cash. I really wanted the cash. So it doesn't matter. It, there, there was a purpose. I wanted money. I wanted to make sure I bought my first home before age 25. I bought at 22. And I wanted to make sure I cleared the mortgage before age 30. And I cleared that mortgage by age 25. And those that have already been in my home, Monique, the home you come to is the home I bought when I was 22 in 1987. Can you imagine that, Melanie Miller? Okay. Because my dream was never to have a... Uh, uh, 30,000 square foot home. My dream was to have a home on the same street as my parents with white bricks. Okay. And I wanted it to be adaptable, adapted to receiving a lot of people in my home. So if you ever came to my home, you know, that's exactly what I have today. I have a home that is really custom designed to have a lot of people in the home and to make them feel good. So it, this is very, very important. Now, the next step to reach to reach this higher self-confidence and success, we must define we must be identifying our limiting steps. What are we doing that's working? And more importantly, what are we doing that's not working? Because if you do for too long of a period of time things that are not working, you're gonna destroy your self-confidence. And this is why for those working with me in Tupperware, I keep telling you, can you please track your results intentionally? And I've been on Marie Pierre's case since day one, we started the lives cooking recipes because 
I cannot destroy her self-confidence. I don't want to destroy my self-confidence. So we track. And I realized that we stagnated at a certain point. So again, I had to change the way we did the live. And now I think we have the winning formula, Marie-Pierre. When I look at the amount of VIPs that converted into recruits, that converted into sales, that converted, and I can go on and on and on. Definitely. But I couldn't have kept doing the same live we were doing before because the tracking was not going upwards. It was going downwards. Do you have that ability or do you avoid tracking because you don't want to see the reality? A lot of people love living in a hole. They love being an ostrich, right? So it is of the utmost importance for your self-confidence to stop doing what is not working and instead find strategies to convert every action into results. Now, this self-esteem isn't just a feel-good term. It's the cornerstone of every successful person. The more you try, the more you do, the more you have results, the more you will be successful. But if you're a hard worker, and we know a lot of people that are hard workers and manufacturers, they never live their dream life. You see, so be very careful with just ticking off the to-do list because you're a great hard worker, but it's not hard work that makes us live our dream life. It is hard work with results, okay? So yes, more you attempt, more experience, more you grow. So from my, my own personal journey, I started in the world of Tupperware sales armed with nothing else than a phone and a phone book because my mother had been selling Tupperware since 1970. And when I started Tupperware in 1983, she had done all friends, family, neighbors, and colleagues. I, I couldn't, I mean, where do you go? I took the phone book. I took Marie-Pierre the phone book. Now, many of you don't know this, but at the same time, when I was 18, when I was solicited to start Tupperware, I was also solicited to join the um, uh, uh, the insurance company, the London Life back then. And I had gone to their school and I had passed their exam and everything. And there's a few things that I picked up there that I brought to the Tupperware world because my decision after that, I after I did all their uh, uh, their schooling, if you want, of the London life, something, something again, I don't speak very often about. I realized that it, it's the same work, right? I might as well start from something I know already. But what I did pick up from the London life is that the London life was 25 calls a day. And in the Tupperware world that I joined, it was five calls a day. So while everybody was making five calls a day, I learned with the London Life that each call must be timed. They gave us the, you know, when people swim or when people run, you have a, what's the proper English word, Melanie? You know, that the stopwatches? Is that a stopwatch? Yes, stopwatches. They gave us at the London Life the stopwatches because they taught us to time the calls. Any call over two minutes was a fail. So when I came to the Tupperware world, I used that technique and I did 25 calls, the protocol of the London Life, instead of the protocol of the Tupperware. And obviously what happened was, first of all, I really managed to fit my 25 calls back in the olden days in two hours. This is why I tell you now, Monique, I've met with you and Melanie, I've met with you. When you fam, can you time yourself? Now you have it in your Zoom. It's there in the apps, the timer. You shouldn't send a messenger message over 
50 seconds and then go in your boards and send them the appropriate videos and everything. So timing, like, I just want you to know, I'm not inventing this. It came from the London life. So, wow, Maria has unbelievable parties. Look at her sales, look at her recruits. But what everybody failed to see and refused to see is that my results were directly connected to the fact that when every 25 calls I was making every day, they were making five. It had nothing to do with talent. It had nothing to do with luck. It had to do with numbers. So once again, my friends, this is the most relevant part for me of the of this of this segment of the book. I really want you to be successful and I want you to understand it's a numbers game. And the more you're active, the more you do, the more you sharpen your God-given gifts. Now, before we move on to Melanie Miller, Marie Pierre, please talk to us about the contest and how many books are we at? Yeah, so we have over a thousand and twenty-three books sold. So thank you to everyone who shared their picture on Facebook and different social media platforms. So when you post, make sure that you tag Maria Moreno, that you tag Les Millionaires des Diamants when you receive your books, when you receive the agenda. And yes, at the end of the month, we'll do the draw for the t-shirt Les Millionaires Diamants for everyone who share on their uh, social media platform with the book and the agenda. And then we have another T-shirt that we will draw for everyone who join our Facebook group, Le Millionaire des Diamants Inspirational Group, and for everyone who invites someone new to the group. And then we'll have another draw for everyone who contributes on our Facebook group. So when you post, when you put a comment, a reaction, you will be in the draw, and our top five will get the notebook, Le Millionaire des Diamants. And we have something new for this month for everyone who uh, already shop on our Shopify when you receive your uh, new item, take a picture, post it on our Facebook group and you will be in the draft for a t-shirt and if you already receive your order from the past, from the Shopify go ahead and post on our Facebook group so you can be in the draw. I love it, I love it and Marie-Pierre, it worked, my sister is there you're right I love it. So, Patty, you always send me these motivational pictures or motivational videos. Now, go put them instead in the Millionaire of the Diamond group. You know what? Send her, send her the link. So, once again, I want to leave you with this. Our beginnings must be, might be humble. Our behaviors may be flawed. We, we will have many fails. But remember, every time I attempt to succeed, I'm one step closer to... to every time I, I attempt something and I fail, I'm one step closer to succeeding so why are others more successful than other people well i'll leave you in the hands of melanie miller dr melanie miller over to you my friend from australia good morning everybody um and i guess it's good morning for me too it's just it's just past midnight so um, thank you everybody for tuning in this morning and like Maria, I'm really enjoying this chapter of the book, even though we've just started it. So at the end of last chapter, we were reminded that persistence is what you need for success. This chapter is focusing on self-confidence in action. It opens up with the statement, what is my limiting step? Everybody has one, and being able to identify it is an intelligent demonstration of your competence 
to achieve anything you want. In the Netflix series Playback, an excellent series about five of the top world coaches, Serena Williams coach Patrick Muratoglu said exactly the same thing. Everyone has a limiting step and the most common limiting step is yourself. So it's ourselves that we have to work on. So self-confidence is critical for your success. Your self-confidence will determine what you accomplish, what you accomplish. Success is largely a matter of averages. And as Maria was saying, the more things you try or the more thing, the more of one thing that you do and you repeat, it is likely to give you a greater chance of success. When the president of Amoco was asked why his oil company was doing so much better than other oil companies at the time, he answered, we drill more holes. It might sound absolutely simple, but it is simple. In the same way in our MLM business, it is true that the more contacts you have with other people, the more success you are likely to have. It is not that one person is any better than any others. It is just that you are talking to more people. When Serena Williams was trying to get back to winning in tennis, she was only able to do that when her self-confidence improved, which only improved as she put in the right and intentional training, just as we have to do. I've been at Tupperware now for 17 years. I have experienced lots of ups and downs. Some of the downs are caused by external factors for which you have little control, but most are caused by yourself. You allow doubts to creep into your thoughts. Am I really good enough for this? Should I really be doing this? You question what you're doing. I mean, I have a PhD. What am I doing selling Tupperware? You listen to people around you. Oh, Melanie, really? Are you selling Tupperware? Why are you selling Tupperware? You stop doing all the actions you were doing when you were in success. You become your limiting factor. But the good news is, you know you can turn it around. You are likely to go up and you're likely to go down. And in, in other podcasts that you're listening to this week, this is called the N effect. And often you start by going up the leg of the N because you start in success. And then as things change, maybe you change, maybe external factors, maybe you have that lack of confidence, you start to fall down. And that is the uh, diagonal of the N. And it's only when you get a grip of yourself and you stop being a limiting factor that you can start building up the N. Oh, and did I tell you there are going to be more than one N in your life? You're going to go up, you're going to go down, you're going to go up, you're going to go down. But every time you go up, you go up a bit higher. 
And every time you go down, you never get back to where you were right at the beginning. But it is not an easy role to uh, follow. I have moved from being worried about whether we would be able to pay all the bills in our house and we're living beyond our means to now being able to spend two months every year traveling to Australia. When your business is not going as well as it should, it is not time to give up. It is time to drill more holes. Tracy tells us about his humble life, how there was never money for Christmas, how he had to wear clothes donated by other people, how he had behavior problems at school, how he was voted by his teachers as the most likely to go to prison, how he was unable to graduate from school. He also spent many of his early working years doing labor jobs, such as dishwashing, working in factories, working in construction, as well as washing cars and being a helper to mechanics. In his mid-twenties, he tried door-to-door -door selling. He was not successful. He had no mar marketable skills and no real experience to offer. All around him, he was able to see other people in action, doing well, wearing nice clothes, and even starting families. They certainly appeared to have good lives. When we look around and see other people having success, it is easy to wonder why. It is also human nature to rationalize that those people have some advantage or other. But the reality is that it's all about what you are doing and what is your limiting factor. Tracy will be revealing to us tomorrow what he discovered about himself. And now I'm going to leave you in the hands of Marie-Pierre because I think she might help us to discover things about ourselves. So over to you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, like uh, the example in the book, there's a lot of people that, yes, now we can see that they are successful, but you cannot be in success uh, in the absence of failure. You have to go to failure to go uh, to become successful. So when you think about Thomas Edison, J.K. Rowling, Oprah Winfrey, Albert Einstein, or the Colonel Sanders, all they have in common, they failed a lot, <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot. Just for example, Thomas Edison failed over a thousand times before inventing the light bulb. No, it's not fail. You just have found 10,000 ways that it won't work. <laughs> that was the way that he saw it. So, of course, all those people that we see in success, they fail in the past. So they learn from failure and they transform that, those setbacks into stepping stones towards their goal. So they all have a, a trait, character trait in common. So I have for you 10 traits that you can uh, evaluate yourself for each of these uh, traits that successful people have when they are faced, in, uh, uh, faced with setbacks. So number one is resilience. Because successful people will always demonstrate resilience in the face of failure. They bounce back from uh, those setbacks, using them as opportunity to learn and grow rather than letting failure discourage them. 
So for example, after uh, a big failure, a person that is successful will take the time to regroup, reassess, look at their strategy and start again with a renewed determination. So now for yourself, how do you typically respond to setbacks? Do you view them as unsummertable obstacle or you see that as opportunities for growth? So how do you see yourself about resilience? Number two is persistence. So yes, successful people will exhibit a high level of persistence and determination. So instead of giving up after uh, encountering a failure, they will persevere and continue to work toward their goals. So of course, when you are faced with obstacle, do you tend to give up easily? or you have the drive to continue. So what is your level of determination? Number three is learning from your failure. Successful people will view failure as a valuable learning experience. So they analyze their mistake, identify what went wrong, and use that knowledge to improve and refine their strategy. Just like the scientist, like Thomas Anderson, okay, it's not working, but what can I, understand from that failure that will help me go um, towards my goal. So I'm going to be closer to my goal. So how do you typically respond again to failure? So do you see it as a setback or an opportunity to learn and improve? Number four is adaptability. So yes, successful people, they are adaptable and flexible. So willing to adjust their approach when faced with obstacle or setbacks. So rather than sticking to a rigid plan, they are open to change and experimentation. So how comfortable are you with change and uncertainty? Are you open to adjusting your plan and your strategy when it's necessary? Number five, is the positive mindset. So despite experiencing failure, successful individuals will maintain a positive mindset. So they focus on the lesson learned and the progress that they made rather than dwelling on past mistakes and setbacks. So how do you maintain your positivity in the face of adversity? What are your strategies uh, that you use to stay motivated during challenging times? Number six, it's risk taking. Successful people are often willing to take calculated risk. So they understand that failure is a natural part of the process and are not afraid to step out of their comfort zone in the pursuit of their goal. So how comfortable are you with taking risk? What are those factors that will influence your decision making when considering potential risk and reward? Number seven is self-reflection. So successful people engage in regular self-reflection to evaluate your action, their decision, and progress. Do you have the result that you want with the action that you do now? So by examining their strengths and weaknesses, they can identify areas for improvement and make the necessary adjustments. So how often do you engage in self-reflection? What are your techniques that you use to assess your strengths and weaknesses? How do you track your results from your action? Number eight is seeking feedback. Successful people actively seek feedback from mentors, peers, or experts in their field. Experts in their field. 
You understand? <laughs> so they are open to constructive criticism when it comes from the right people and use it to refine their skills and approach. So how receptive are you to feedback from others? Do you actively seek input to help you grow and develop? Number nine is goal orientation. So successful people maintain a clear focus on their long-term goal, even in the face of temporary setback. So this will help them stay motivated and continue working towards success despite encountering failure along the way. So how clear are your long-term goals? What step are you taking to stay focused and motivated on achieving them? And number 10 is humility. Successful people remain humble and grounded, recognizing that failure is a natural part of the journey to success. So they acknowledge their mistake and shortcoming rather than letting the ego get in the way of progress. So how do you handle failure or criticism? Are you able to admit when you've made a mistake and take a step to learn and grow from it? So with those 10 uh, traits that successful people have, you can have a better idea of what you need to work on. What is your strength and weaknesses when you think about those different character, tra character traits that you need? Because yes, you need that resilience, that persistence, that ability, adaptability, positive mindset. And so you can always see the setback as something that can bring you closer to your goals. So I wish you a beautiful day today, uh, maybe with a lot of reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you tomorrow morning for the next step in this um, self-confidence in action now. So have a beautiful day. Bye, everyone.